1: for fun trap don't to a brand new ta Roasted Podcast,
2: we got we got yeah 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 we got Uncle Creepy. Uh, we got What's up, Mayhem. motherfuckers? We got Mayhem Miller. We got Tyler Smith. How are you doing, Matt Brown? How are you holding up? What's going on? Matt Brown.
1: Yeah, man. I'm doing good, bro. I'm just relaxing.
2: Yeah. So you're in Ohio right now. Have you been, uh, I, I know that you're like a guy who does the train all the time and, and do stuff. How, is this quarantine just driving you crazy?
1: No, I love it, man. Like, get to just sit in my house, lift weights all day. Recover good. Yes, <laughs> it's better, man. I like it. So what's up, man? What you're
3: you're fucking bulking up? You're gonna be a little heavier in the next fight, or what? Have to cut a little more weight, muscle bound. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what it's looking like right now. Yeah. <laughs> chick, chicks
4: dig muscles. Okay, so everyone need to realize as fighters, chicks dig muscles. They work. I'm telling you, man. I got. I'm buff now. It's it's a whole different world.
3: I have one I muscle have one to a chick. For
2: yeah, but creeper, you're buff. But recently, someone pulled out of a fight. He said you can make
5: 135. Yeah, it was bullshit, dude. Was that bullshit. A joke? You said that. I was like, there's no fucking <laughs> way. You were one I didn't want to say it on social media, but you told you should me have. 170 two weeks before. You no. should
4: have said something. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm about 170 pounds and I have abs. I'm jacked. Um and uh, but honestly, you give me three months, you give me a month, I can make it to twenty-five. It Come wouldn't on. be healthy, but it's a numbers game. I'm very good at it, but I, I'm not saying it's recommendable or I'd ever do it. But no, 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 I like talking shit. And plus, uh, how thinking, would you I, get
3: down to how would you get down to that weight with uh, uh, mushrooms and methamphetamine? Because there's no, <laughs> no way yes. to do that, bro. Okay. It's a That's lot of a blow, bro. You have to chop off both your fucking legs and go out there and fight like a goddamn <laughs> potato man. <laughs> no fucking way, Again, creepy. I'm not. I'm not saying it would be doable.
4: But I know I can kick the fuck out of a uh, Benavides or Figueroa, so um, if the UFC is interested, they want to pay me a million dollars, I'll go. You know become the actual rightful king of the uh, division, and uh, but it has to be a million dollars. Otherwise, it's not worth it.
3: Bro, what, what are you going to do? You're going to fucking shove helium up your ass to float off the scale? There's no way, bro. You know what? I, I've shoved a lot of things in my
4: ass, but never helium,
3: so that's a, that's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> well, I'm glad I found the one thing you ain't found yet. Wait, on, where, where on, gotta... wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Adam. I'm sorry, Adam. Wait, wait. <laughs> Ooh, are you smoking... A blunt in a cemetery right now? <laughs> what are you doing, bro? I'm smoking a joint in my backyard. Oh, with Jesus, fireflies. bro. You oh. got rich people problems with this fucking cemetery gate. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, we have a vineyard back here. A vineyard? All I'm not curious. This motherfucker is running in a vineyard, Adam. You hear it's this? It's small
4: smile? and it's dead. Oh, it's my small God. and it's dead. But uh, you know, it's, it's starting to...
5: Hello? Well, I think you here, died. Uh, you know, got a little back.
4: small vineyard. It's nothing crazy.
5: Don't get too yes. far away from your house.
2: Creepy. I'm here. You'll lose your Wi-Fi. But creepy. What have you been? Oh, oh, sure. okay. I'm more uh, eternal. What have you been shoving up his ass? I don't understand. Aww. Uh,
4: <laughs> now you're stuck on that.
3: <laughs> we're sorry, Matt Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so Matt Brown. Fucking... By the way, Matt Brown, your
2: last two fights have been epic. Your fight with Ben right. Saunders was a war. Uh, that was that was a great fight. Oh, I, I, I like both you guys. It was a hard fight to root because I'm a friends with both you guys, but that was.
3: Wait, which uh, fight are you talking about, Adam?
2: He, he uh, knocked out Ben Saunders.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did. Oh, that was and, and, fucking sweet. Yep, I mean,
2: <laughs> damn, bro. Before that, it was, it was Diego Sanchez. Um, now, are I mean, you done? F- are you retired or are you not retired? Because every fight, you're like, this is my last fight. But then you're like, not your last fight. So what's shit, going on? Yeah.
1: yeah, these other fighters, they know how it is, man. Every camp, and by the end, you're like, fuck this shit. I don't know why I <laughs> do
3: hey well what about uh a uh <laughs> what about your contract like is it are you still on or I, how's that work
1: um i had a bunch of fights i signed like an eight fight deal i don't know where i'm at on that deal though eight fights god damn
3: they fucking trying to get you you your 70 what the hell like that's a weird one eight fights yeah. that's how that's how the contracts are going nowadays they, sign they try to get those eight
1: fights you know they try to keep you in for a long time you know because it you know, it is what it is, but I don't really give a shit, man. Like, I like fighting, you know what I mean? This is what I do for a living, so I'm happy, I, you know? <laughs> well, well the, the, yeah.
2: the issue is that all your fights are wars. Every one of your fights is, like, <laughs> the fucking greatest fight ever. So people are like, get him as many f- – if, if it was boring fights, you probably wouldn't get an eight-fight contract. But every one is just,
1: Good. you know. So. Yeah, I try, I try to stay away from the wars. I try to just beat them up, but I kind of – I must like getting punched in the face.
3: Yeah, hey, well, Dory, take us through the Saunders knockout. Did that fight go according to plan exactly? Or, I mean, tell tell me
1: about it. I'll tell you what, that actually went exactly according to plan. I wanted to clinch with him. And, uh, you know, I wanted to fuck him up in a clinch because he's known for his clinch. So I was like, you know, I got way better clinch than him. So I wanted to prove that point. So I fucked him up in a clinch. And then he's known for his rubber guard. So I wanted to show everybody that the – you know, most of the rubber guard can be beat pretty easily by some basic fundamentals. So I smashed his rubber guard and, you know, I just wanted to really like beat him at his game. Um, I don't know. Sometimes I just do that shit, you know, I'm like, I just want to, you know, walk into his world and fuck him up at that world. What are those,
2: what are those, basic, what are those basic fundamentals that could beat a rubber guard?
1: Um, really just keeping your posture, not where, I think where people make the number one mistake with the rubber guard is they try to retreat out to uh, defend. They try to back out a lot. Um, you know, it's really just keeping pressure, basic, uh, pressure stuff. Um, you know, uh, keeping, you know, just keeping your basic fundamental shit, you know, like, it, yeah, like
3: that, uh, uh, strong posture, cross face, <laughs> you know, right? risk control you know yes. anytime that you 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 keep your head down against a rubber guard guy and try to get yeah, out like you said try to back out you know you're going to get caught if you if you i mean since ufc one right ufc two chemo leopoldo trying to back out of Hoy's crazy card and look how good that did for him you know he pulled on his ponytail right <laughs> yeah goddamn right hey you know what in the gentleman's agreement next time i grow a ponytail don't yank that thing, unless you're my girlfriend, you're putting helium up
1: my ass. Uh, oh, I've been in street fights where I grab ponytails, so. Yeah, I, come on, <laughs> I mean, that's
3: standard operating procedure. Way to go. <laughs> yeah, now, now Uncle Creepy,
2: last time we yeah. talked to you, your girlfriend was a chemist, or, uh, or a professor, and she was doing experiments on you via mushrooms. Is, is that still yeah. going on?
4: Yeah, amongst other psychedelics, uh, mainly psilocybin.
3: Was the experiment? Was the experiment like? Does mushrooms turn a man back into an ape? Because I think it won. I, I think it, I think we succeeded, bro. Because the last time we saw you, you were pretty clean cut, and now you you look like a caveman, bro. What's yeah. going on? Okay, so I ran. I,
4: I I don't. I mean, most people know me as a Mexican because I was raised as a Mexican. Uh, I found out that I am not. I ran my twenty three andme me. I'm not a Mexican. I'm a Viking. My parents what? lied to me. Yeah. So, uh, how is
5: that possible, bro? Well, they. Vikings weren't 5'2.
4: I, I look online. Apparently, I'm a big, a big Viking. I, for the times, I would technically be your average size Viking. So,
3: yeah, I, the know, I did that. That 23 of me stuff was kind of crazy. I did mine. Turns out I'm like 36% Neanderthal. Shocker. Yeah, I, I thought it was a hundred percent.
4: But you see, so I'm just, I'm growing out the beard. I'm going to, I don't know about my hair, but it's, I got the quarantine thing going on. So <clears throat> I uh, actually, my, my hairstylist is supposed to come over tomorrow and fix me up because I got to shoot some content. I just became part of the beard struggle crew. They're sending the product. So I got to, I got to groom all this shit and look somewhat pretty.
2: So, how, <laughs> so like creepy, I'm a little confused. Like how much mushrooms are you, are you taking every day? It's a different mushroom.
4: No, 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 no. We we eat mushrooms every day, like non-psychedelic mushrooms, uh, under the mycology diet. People don't understand that that like the number one thing I have to say about mushrooms during this time is they have antiviral properties. Okay, you've got things like polysaccharides and beta glucans that help build and fight off things in your immune system. Um, you know, you have a good source of protein. You have a bunch of other you know trace minerals and and good things that are inside mushrooms or, or the extraction of mushrooms. Um, that help your immune system uh, antiviral properties we're fighting a virus this is what everyone should be taking and uh, now the psychedelic part is 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 becoming less and less because they you know like uh, alan watts said if once you get the message hang up the phone and once you get deep enough into psychedelic work you don't take them as much but um we're gonna do this tonight <laughs> i don't know uh, actually i don't know about that but
3: well, you know, so what? It, wait, wait. am i hearing a live stream coming Are you <laughs> zonked out on mushrooms <laughs> I probably will. I'll probably sign up to your Instagram where you're fans only or whatever the fuck we're doing. These fans days. Only, yeah. You know what fans I mean? Just to sure. see you zonk <laughs> the fuck out on mushrooms walking through a graveyard.
4: Yes, exactly. That, that's the yeah. theme I wanted for the backyard, was graveyard. You know? Now, Matt,
2: Matt Brown, did you ever do mushrooms? You went right to
5: meth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've done lots of mushrooms back in the day. I'm not so big on it these days, but.
5: Yeah, makes sense.
2: Got it, got it. Got
3: Dude, it. I like how Matt Brown, like everyone else on the podcast, can't shut the fuck up. Matt Brown give us like like three syllable answers only, like speaking to his base. Like I fucking feel like you could run for governor right now and win, like with a with a four a four word stump speech. Vote me or die.
2: <laughs> Matt, what was your favorite fight by the way that you got you had?
1: Um uh, I kinda of torn between Robbie Lawler and Eric Silva. Um, because Eric Silva, like I had my family there. It was oh. in my you know, it was in my hometown, so I had like more people than my family union came to that fight. And uh and then, you know, the Eric Silva fight, um, you know, it was a good war and everything. My kids came in the octagon after, that was cool shit. But the Robbie Lawler fight I felt like was a better fight. I felt like I won. They gave it to him, but um you know, that was probably my, uh, you know, if I would have won, I would have fought for the title. So, you know, to me. No, that you was,
3: put, like, a fantastic show. And we all know about the judges in MMA by now. You know what I mean? The whole fucking world knows. You know, it's one of those, you know, flip a coin type situations. I to- I told Adam a while ago, I was at, like, I was somewhere at a fight. And literally during the fight, the judge was, like, leaning over to me going, Hey, man, you know, I had bully down out a lot. And I'm like, yo, the guys are fighting. The guys are fighting right now. And he's fully turned to me, like, looking right at me. And the dudes are sweating there. This is a major promotion, mind you. Sweating, bleeding, fucking dying in there. And the judge, like, <coughs> wants to give me a grab ass about, you know, who the hottest ring card girl was. I don't know, bro. Uh, you know, it's one of those things, Matt. Uh, Hey, where are you doing your training? And are you helping guys get ready right now? I mean, uh, you know, uh, non-COVID
1: fucking times, whatever it is. (laughs) Uh, I own my own gym here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, in Mortal Martial Arts Center. Um, And I help a lot of guys all the time. I'm still helping them. We're still doing our strength training. Um, We're still doing a lot of solo drilling. We're still – you know, there's a very small group of us. I don't know if I can say it too publicly, I guess. But you know, there's a small group of us that go in, and we still drill and shit. Like I'm not, I, I you know, I'm not gonna stay completely yeah. isolated. Wait,
3: wait, wait. Is it is it illegal? Because I'm coaching guys too, but like one on ones and like you know everything I mean? you like, do is illegal, Jason. Everything. Yeah, I mean, allegedly, <laughs> but but I mean, I'm not copping the shit, so I mean, you can just fuck. I'll take it to the grave. <laughs>
5: They were arresting some dude that was paddleboarding on the beach. The so lifeguards rolled up on him. By himself. himself?
3: He yeah. should know better.
5: By Bro, that reminds me the of the Boston time. Beaches are closed. So if you're not oh. to a place that's officially closed, then. Yeah, and then, and then Bisping
2: and Tim Kennedy got into it on, on Twitter because of it. Because uh, Tim Kennedy said, welcome to communism, your first 30 days from <laughs> And then uh, being was like, "Yeah, why don't you take up your gun and storm the government, or something?" They like, got into it on uh,
3: a. <laughs> hey, I'm, I think I'm a, I'm a fan of this idea. Uh, I feel like Biz being fucking, you know, kind of being a lieutenant, and then fucking uh, good old uh, Tim Kennedy being a general and this fucking thing, and like kind of storm. Where where are we wait? Where are we taking over? <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. No, no, not me, not me. No, the whole the whole thing. Now, well, Matt, your FBI agent is listening. Now, Matt, you and um
2: that, that football player, who's that, that? That was the guy who went from high school to pros that got in some issues, some issues. Uh, Maurice Claret. You and Maurice Claret were on the, uh, the, the, the uh, circuit kind of doing motivational speaking, right, for a little mm-hmm. bit. I was trying to get mayhem into that because here's a guy who was on top of the world and then fell really hard. And, then now, he and was-
3: now he's on this piece of shit podcast. <laughs> All right, well, because I'm trying to help you out, asshole, okay? By <laughs> it's uh, called MMA roasted, not MMA ass slapping.
2: Well, I'm trying to get MMA, get Mayhem some fucking money. Uh bro, so, hey, bro, I fucking,
3: did you hear how bad Darn Fry roasted me like yesterday? Yes. Oh, my God, you said I look like Dana White's stunt double. What a son of a bitch. So,
2: get? how would I get Mayhem to go and, like, do that circuit that you were on?
1: Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Like, the main thing is, like, it's a business like any other. That's why I don't focus too much on it. I do some fun with it. Maurice does it for an actual business. He does it all the time. Yeah, build a whole brand. Usually start by speaking free. to so like, uh, my ju-
3: website, mayhemmartialarts.com, it's not uh, enough. You can,
1: yeah, you can certainly do that shit, you know, but you, you go to juvenile centers, high schools, junior high. I just spoke to like 700 kids at a junior high the other day. Um, it's way more fucking intense than it seems like, man. These kids are staring at you and you're like, you like, you know, if you start saying, uh, and, like and all that shit, they're looking at you like you're a dumbass. So, you know, it's a, it's a bigger job than it seems like, but until you, you know, before you, you that's how you get your feet wet. And then, you know, that's how you build your brand and then you move from there.
3: Right. I think Well, you're, you're taking notes at them. Okay. Well, you got to basically uh, show up at the junior high, right? <laughs> pro- pro- more <laughs> Hey, what are you laughing at, bro? Didn't you say we're my agent now? Okay. Yeah. You're going to walk over there. You're going to say, hey, my buddy, uh, Jason Miller, okay? He's going to don't call me mayhem yet, right? I'm going to say, hi, uh, uh, my name's Adam, and uh, my friend, Jason Miller, he was, uh, you know, he's an ex-convict, but, you know, he's a very positive guy. He's definitely, uh, you know, he can bring the kids uh, off the streets and stop selling drugs <laughs> And and put their guns away and pick up a mouthpiece and put it in. All right,
2: you it's know what? A sign right here. You know what? This all right? I'm 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 you're you're fired as my as my client. Okay, Damn I'm shit. no longer your, your agent. I knew it. I knew I was that was
3: coming to, too. I was trying to help
2: you out, man. I was
3: trying to. get Well, them. look, uh, you know, hey, Matt Brown, you're over there in Columbus. You ever run into uh, Mark the Hammer Coleman, a legend?
1: Yeah, great hey, friend of hey, mine. Hey, man, hey, we hey, work friend. together all the time
3: fuck yeah oh, okay. all right i'll okay. just make, I'll it just sure. make it sure because that's like loyalty yeah, like you know? yeah. and fucking listen mushroom head turn off your phone if you're gonna <laughs> fucking cough right directly into the face jesus christ creepy nice. you, you nice. just have been too spoiled he's got way too much ass way too much mushrooms, way too much weed this <laughs> dude is just living on the top of the world then he just comes and slobbers all over mma roasting
2: I feel like we're all in detention, but Matt is our, like, teacher right now. Yeah. And, he's just, and he's just watching us and waiting to get the fuck out of this detention center. Bro, I, he cannot wait to <laughs> hang up on you and me.
1: <laughs> uh, you guys are funny, man. Well, maybe,
2: well, what was your favorite fight you got?
4: My favorite fight? Yeah. Um, I would say maybe Brad Pickett.
3: Ooh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I remember I got a, that one.
4: I got the pistol with him. I mean, the, the only problem was is my hand was all swollen and infected. But uh, as, you know, a good coach would tell you, just keep punching. It'll go numb. Uh, and it did, you know. The, the UFC drained my finger twice while I was in Ireland. And it was just, you know, it was gross. I got, I got to, you know. Yeah, it sucked. But whatever. It was fun. Being in Ireland was great. And I got to fight an Englishman in Ireland. And they all thought I was Irish because my name's Ian McCall. And, you know, it was, it was pretty funny.
3: Well, Wait. What? Why the fuck was your finger the all inflamed? You were like finger blasting the wrong hoo-ha.
4: Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I went for the stink, Jeez. not the pink, and I got infected. I got green. Oh, I
3: are you serious? No, no, no. I, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I did an Adam no. Hunter moment.
4: <laughs> no, I, uh, I, you know, I had three surgeries on my hand. After the, yeah. After the third one, I got infected again. Oh. And. Uh, you know, I, I had a fight lined up, so I just decided, fuck it, I'll, I'll just fight with it. So I did. And it, it, Bro, so you're on well.
3: antibiotics? You're on antibiotics while you bought?
4: No, no, no. I took uh-huh. them before and after, but that sh- there was a period in between where I was like, no, you know what, I'll be fine. I just got to get through this shit,
3: Yeah, the way,
4: which is a great by idea.
2: By the way, Ian, yeah, we right. got, after your last podcast yeah, appearance, thanks. where you talked about chocolate Okay, Matt, I'll, I'll catch you up, Matt. So Chuck Dell would have threesomes or foursomes, uh, and Ian was his best friend. so Ian would walk into the room masturbating during the, while Chuck was having sex and Chuck would be like, hey, take care of my friend Ian. And that's how he got a lot of girls back in the day. Um, well, I, I got so many people saying that they're afraid to fuck their wives because you're going to walk in masturbating um, afterwards. Um, but uh, is everyone frozen now? I feel like everyone just fucking... Huh, oh. uh, but no, man, I have a lot of questions about that interview afterwards. no no
3: I mean, yeah remember i mean we just went remember when we used to be able to do the show in a studio remember yeah. those days yeah. remember, remember the when we pre- used to have
5: guests on that we would actually talk to okay yeah
3: no. <laughs> 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 uh, hey, wait, wait, wait! Instead he hey. of just
5: running a fucking MMA roasted circle jerk with the four people that we talk to every day, bro, we're, <laughs> they, what are you talking right, about? What are your questions? Right. you guys need new friends. MMA circle jerk. All right, and what are your
2: questions? Steepy Tyler. Yeah, come my on, Tyler. Your... My, I I've been mean, dude.
5: Yeah, I remember my first live fight was when you, uh, when you fucked up Tim Means in San Jose. That was the first UFC we went to.
1: Nice. And we went to you.
5: My two my two friends are like insane, insane uh, Matt Brown fans. So it's awesome to have you on.
3: That was not a question, Tyler. I know. I'm oh, just thinking, bro. We give you a chance to ask a question, and you just blow the guy, circle jerk him for five minutes. How about ask him something of
5: relevance? Let me get to my fucking question, Jason. Oh my bad, my bad. Yeah, Sorry, Barbara Walters. <laughs> um what's going on with your didn't you have a like a lawsuit or something going on with the battle wagon or or like someone stole your stole your uh your patent for it or something or did you not have a patent on it or they wouldn't let you put a patent on it
1: no i've never had a lawsuit but titan fitness stole the design and they got um yeah they're selling it for way cheaper than i ever could so i kind of just gave up on it um you know, patent is a tough thing, man. Like Titan yeah. Fitness is a $700 million a year business. Like how the fuck are you fuck you going to sue them? So, Yeah,
4: it's bullshit. But hey, that product works incredibly well.
1: Yeah, it's a hell of a product. And look, I did that shit for fun. You know what I mean? Like I built those for myself and then people started asking for them. So I was like, all right, I'll just start making them and mass producing them. We sold a good amount. I made probably $20,000 off of it. Never lost money in the business. You know, ended up not working out because Titan Fitness stole it, but that's not a big problem. I had fun and got some good product out to people. And
3: Wait, 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 wait. So I'm um, let me get this, this straight, okay? So you, you made a product on your own independent of Titan Fitness, right? Yeah. That they came and put a cease and desist on you because it was too similar to their patented product?
1: No. No, they literally, they bought one and then uh, didn't do any... R and D or anything, they just copied it straight up, and they sell it for the they sell it for the price that I have to pay to get it made uh, wholesale.
3: Man, that's a, a very American story. A, a large yeah. company coming yeah. in and stealing it's a very the goddamn, Chinese story. Yeah, Chinese <laughs> especially. I, I guess it's just a capitalist story because yeah, the way yeah. the way things are done is the you know it's like a poker game. You got the big pot. I mean, you got you know you got a big pot going. The dude with the most chips has the most leverage.
1: So, I mean, damn. I I feel bad that that happened to you, Matt. I mean. No, it's fair game, man. Like I I, I said, I was doing it for a hobby. I wasn't, like, trying to get rich off of it. I had fun doing it. Um, You know, I learned a lot through the process about running a business. I never lost money. So, you know, it's all good, man. They can have it. And hopefully a lot of people buy their product and, you know, they just yeah, you know, yeah. You know cool I product.
3: wish I could be like that. You know what I mean? I, I had so many ideas that I told people at a cocktail party and fucking they made a million bucks off it that I, I it, it needles me, bro. It needles me. It gets me in the back of my head. But, you know, you got a much better outlook. You make me calm. You make Matt, me what,
2: what Matt, what makes you laugh? I feel like you laugh for like eight seconds, and then stop. Uh, what are the things <laughs> that actually you find funny?
1: Um... I, th- I think your comedy, comedy show is oh, pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. that Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Well, he's one person thinks it's funny. He, go too much, okay? he already knows, all right? He knows somewhere he's one of the best comedians out there. But, but, calm the fuck that. You're still on MMA Roasted, all right? We didn't sell this to nobody yet, all right? You, did you hear me read a sponsor other than mayhemmartialarts.com? No, I did not. Well, then mayhemmartialarts.com sponsors this podcast. Okay. Right. I'll do that. Okay, next question. Creepy. By giving up free so, lessons. So, Creepy, yeah. you talked about on stage
2: during your comedy, which is very funny, you being a sugar baby. How, yes. how true is that? How many women were taking you to be, like, spoiling you and just banging you, and why?
4: Well, it happened a lot in my life. Uh, but, no, no, it's a joke because my new girlfriend is 47, and she's a very successful scientist and professor and whatnot. Um and but I, I, I laugh at people because I'm like, listen, yo, bitch, I'm not I'm thirty almost thirty-six. Huh. I'm successful. not to her, I'm saying it to everybody. Oh, oh. we um, we all thought you were
3: telling your 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 scientist <laughs> girl <girlfriend. laughs> No, no, no. no like, no. that's pretty no wonder you just caveman this woman.
4: No, no, no. This is everyone else. <laughs> um, I call everyone else bitches except for her. No, um, where I'm like, I'm thirty-six years old, I own my house. I'm I'm not a sugar baby, but I'll play the role, it's a lot of fun.
2: But for a while, yeah. you were only banging girls that had a million followers or more. Like, why did you pick that number, and why?
4: Uh, just to be a douchebag. Nice. Just, to, pure, uh, just to
5: just just
4: yeah, just uh, purely out of being a douche because,
2: because
4: it it's it's a, it sounds really bad and it is and it was just a really it was a dumb because I don't give a fuck what people think about me so I I would just say things for you know clickbait.
1: Oh.
2: All right, right. With the girls though. I mean, he showed me these pictures of these girls. They were like tens. I mean, ten out of ten. And
4: I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky like, with like, the with the quality of women that want to sleep with. Big, big,
2: of big, big of me. and he'd be like, "This girl ate my ass last week," and I'm like, it would ruin for me." But like, how did that even? I mean, you just find girls that are into weird fetishes, and they just tell you about it.
4: Pretty much, I'm the I'm the toy. Like they always wanted to use me, sort of thing. I don't know what it is. Um, I, you know, I'm. But you're not, small and buff, dude. Small and I'm buff, and I'm. You know what it is it's my remarkably average-sized penis looks gigantic on my little body so it's just an it's an optical illusion ah! uh, <laughs> and uh i don't know man i confidence i just i you when you sleep with you know one or two very beautiful women it seems to be like a trickle-down effect where the rest want to after that i i, I can't really explain it outside of that
5: You're just curious?
4: they're curious about why what's my superpower you know, why do I have a girlfriend that looks the way that she does and is sort of the creature she is? Uh, she's really smart, but she's also super hot. So it's um, it's a plus. And she's 5'9", and from, you know, Serbia. So it's like, it's just, I always have some sort of person or female around me that people are like, how the fuck did you do that?
3: <laughs> I just imagine this lady, like, snapping you to a front headlock and making you eat her box. <clears throat> I don't
1: know why That's she
4: does she doesn't up. she does want to learn jiu and Muay Thai but uh, she's, she's a yoga practitioner she's a intellectual she's you know she's not not so much into violence but she she likes it I mean she's been to Thailand and seen fights and I'm gonna train her
2: Matt Brown have you ever been a sugar baby to women
3: <laughs> no I guess not <laughs> Get it big,
2: so. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> now you always you seem like a real like a real guy who like doesn't cheat. You have your code of ethics. Uh, you know you you obviously you, know, you got kids. You're a good family guy. What what drives you to, to like be like that? So many fighters aren't They're the kind of guys they just fuck around. They just do whatever they want. They're like uh you know. How can be
1: in? Fuck, I don't know. I mean, like I guess I just been through that shit already. You know what I mean? Like I had my fun. And like I still have fun in life, like you get advice seem like I'm all boring and just straightforward with shit, but you know, like I I don't know. I just do different shit for fun, man. Well, you know what we never ask
3: anybody on this show, Adam? Real like how, yeah, real questions, but how like how did you grow up, bud? <laughs> how, how how did you grow up? What was your like uh first, you know, foray into sport? You know what I mean? Like where where did you you know, like tell me about elementary school, Immortal Matt Brown.
1: Oh God, that <laughs> no, was an ultra small town, two hundred <laughs> people. Um, where is yeah, that? Like, in, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of Ohio, nowhere. Nice. So, like, I I never even like seen a skyscraper or airplanes or anything until I was like twenty years old. Right. Airplanes? Yeah, like we. I mean, you see them flying, but I mean, I never like been on one or been to an airport or anything. Mm. I was yeah, like, I mean, they'll,
4: they don't fly planes over regular...
1: <laughs> They don't even fly over. It's not even a flyover state. No.
5: I mean, like, I've never
1: seen, like, airports or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like, I've never seen skyscrapers. So, so
3: uh, all through high school, you're, you're saying. Do you have brothers and sisters?
1: Yeah, I got two brothers and two – yeah, two brothers and no sisters. Oh, oh,
3: my goodness. They're freaking uh, – so what? Where do you fit in? You're the little brother, middle brother, big brother? Middle. Oh, Middle. You think yeah. that affected you, you know, like because you had, you know, you had somebody to teach, somebody to learn from, somebody to get beat up by, somebody to
1: beat up? Uh, I, honestly, growing up, both of my brothers were able to beat me up. Like <laughs> I, <laughs> I wasn't a tough kid growing up. Like, I, you know, like I played sports and stuff and I was athletic, but like I got my ass kicked a lot. You know, I got bullied and pushed around. What sports? What sports? just the basics like baseball, basketball, football, that stuff. Like that was all there was available in my little town, it was a little fun community. So that was now, just kind now of tell over. me about
3: oh sorry. But tell me about uh stepping uh, towards mixed martial arts. Like I because it sounds like, you know, you have a similar path as me. I had like, you know, got bullied and like had to like kind of develop this like something to get me to like rise up up out of this and for me, it was, you know, I, 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 I like ran into uh, just by, well, I went to judo class. And then I kept hurting everybody at the judo class. And they sent me across the street. He said, there's a guy across the street that does NHB. Go over there. And I said, and it was, I saw Ken Shamrock in the window. It was like a movie, bro. I was like, oh, my God. What, what was that moment for you? It was really Ken Shamrock there, like the actual. Oh, Ken no, no, no! It was it was cutouts oh, okay. from like Black Belt magazine, Hoist Crazy, uh, Ken Shamrock, Dan Severin. like, saying, and I was like, Black wait,
2: Black Belt or Black Back magazine?
3: Both, but yeah, Black Belt <laughs> magazine. You don't remember Black Belt magazine? Yeah, but you said your Black back. High School Wrestler. Said Black Back magazine. Yeah, like yeah. Black Listen, magazine. bro, yeah. your Wi-Fi is cutting out, bro. Maybe no, you should you like tell your wife to stop streaming porn in the other room. I think you fucking caught my collection. All right, go on, Matt. You what you, you were saying?
1: Uh, yeah, well, you asked me kind of how I got into it. So, you know, like I turned to drugs and stuff, partying. Ooh. You know, in my small ass little town. Um, and like I was a little different for me because I just went to a fight one time. I didn't. I was actually going there to watch my friend fight, and we were doing a bunch of coke and just having kind of a party. And then they asked me. If, um, It was like what you'd see in a movie, the guy stood up, he's like, you know, who wants to fight the champion, you know, it's before commissions and everything, and I was all coked up, and I was like, I'll fight that motherfucker right now, (laughs) so so I ended up fighting him that night, I won that fight, and (laughs) then I was was like, I'm gonna try this shit, and then I did that a couple times, kind of similar, like, i just do some coke, and, you know, thought that was, like, my superpower, drink a little bit, and eventually uh got my ass kicked bad i just found the video the other day i'm about to pull it off the vhs put it up online or something got my ass handed to me uh but didn't get knocked out the dude was going to be a pro boxer and he was he was like dude he's like i couldn't knock you out he's like i knock out people all the time or whatever he's like you need to get trained and told me about a gym so i went to the gym and then uh learned jujitsu on day one man and um, but then I started, you know, I, I gravitated towards Muay Thai. I never really liked Jiu Jitsu so much, but um, yeah, yeah, just went from there. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't want to live the life I was living no more. So I said, I, I'm gonna do the, I'm, either I'm gonna succeed at this, or I'm gonna die trying. And that's yeah. all. I was
2: gonna... By the way, from this Fuck angle, God. you look like, like kind of like a white Drake. Doesn't look like a white Drake if Drake was white. <laughs> now, Me? yeah, from Me? This angle. all right. Now, you know what's crazy is that both you and Ian McCall. We're dead. Both of you guys overdosed on drugs and were pronounced dead.
1: Um, you were dead for what? Seven minutes, Matt? Um, I don't know exactly how long. I wasn't pronounced dead. Oh, um, I was with a nurse at the time, and she told me that I would probably died. And then, you know, she dropped me off over at the fire station. And they're like, "Yeah, you were dead." You know, they didn't like time it or anything. And
4: Ian, what about you? Yeah. Um- you know, again, I, I died. They resuscitated me. The, the really shitty part was they told my brother that, they were, that I wasn't going to make it when they carted me off. But uh, I'm sure that caused some great PTSD in his brain. Um, but, yeah, they, they just I, – I ended up aspirating, and I, you know, I fucked up real bad my body. So I had to be stuck in the hospital for a week.
3: Now, man, What fact- party were you guys at? I mean, this, that was the same night. I mean, y'all, man, y'all got to be careful with what they're putting in your powder.
4: Well, this is this is how it goes. the The party ended a long time ago with people like us. Which, as you know, much about this, and you just are tortured and you uh, (laughs) end up doing a lot of drugs. Now, for me, I was sober for like a year and a half, and uh, I just after I I, you know got out of the the, I got out of the uh, rehab for the second time. I was sober. That's when I became ended up becoming the best in the world. But I just I got. I got a tattoo, and I found that as an excuse to use drugs, and I did it, and then it killed me, and then I woke up in the hospital a couple of days later, and, um, you know, my agent, Jason House, messaged me and said, hey, you want to fight the best guy in the world at 125 pounds? I said, uh, yeah, sure, let's do it. So I signed, I signed a fight for Miga in the hospital when I was – I had just, just died.
2: Wow. Now, did, now when you, Matt, when you were dead, did you see angels or was, there, was it heaven? <laughs>
1: No, I didn't see no shit, man. That's why I'm not even about all that shit. I was like, I don't even remember most of what happened. Like, I remember. Yeah, when people. I
3: died, I just saw, like, Wu-Tang Clan and Old Dirty Bastard with a 40, and he told me to come <laughs> chase a girl. I
1: mean, that
3: was me. Hey, look, I think we're going to have to clean it up, guys. There's somebody professional on the line. I think I just saw her added. Uh, yeah. Oh, and it's, it's the consummate sports reporter, Helen Yi.
0: What's going on, Helen? Hi. Hello. How does this work? I'm like, I just see talk.
2: Him. Yeah, okay. So we, you're, on, okay. You're, you're on with with Ian McCall, Matt Brown, the Marine, Tyler Smith, Mayhem Miller, and myself. One question for Ian though. When you died, did you see any angels?
4: No, 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 no. I uh, I woke up. Yeah, I just woke up in the it's hospital. True. My, dad, my dad, my brother. Yes, I, I was talking to a mushroom the whole time, actually. It was Santa Claus.
2: So, okay, we're talking about drug stories. Helen, have you ever
0: overdosed on drugs and
2: died and came back?
0: You know what? Funny you <laughs> ask that, because I thought I died, and I saw unicorns.
1: Drugs was a <laughs> <out> too. <laughs> wait, when was, wait, when was this? We all way better shit than we were. Wait, we wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. <laughs> no, but, but here's the thing. So, it was twice in my life where I thought I died from drugs, so I'll never touch an edible again. But the first time, <laughs> December 2015, and mind you, growing up, you know, as an athlete, like I never touch any of that, right? So I'm like very clean cut, sheltered Asian household. So then um, a few years ago, someone offered me a cookie and, you know, I love food. So of course I <laughs> ate it all really quickly. And then I remember, uh, you know, like 30 minutes later going in my car and then all of a sudden I'm like, man, I'm really freaking hungry. I need Domino's. So, you know, I call Domino's and then um, I start to feel really weird, like tingly, like I can't, you know, feel myself. So I'm like, what's going on? And then I'm getting so hungry that I don't even know how I ended up in the middle of this parking lot. And I'm like, oh my God, did I just die? Like, what happened? And then I would see unicorns, you know, just like floating. And I'm like, where are you? Like, what's going on? And then, um, I'm like, okay, where's the dominoes? Cause I'm starving. So I see it across the street and I'm like about to cry. Cause right now I, I think I'm dead. So I'm like, God, did I die? Like what, what's going on? So then, you know, I go in the dominoes. I don't even remember much of like how, you know, I paid her. I'm just like, don't look people in the eye. Like what, you know, just don't, don't get arrested. So then I get the Domino's and I start eating the whole pizza like I'm Smeagol, you know, Morgan's I'm like, damn, this is like oh, the best man. thing I ever ate in my life. And then after, I remember like, then I felt like blacking out. So then I'm like, okay, am I dead or alive? I can't feel anything. And then, so that was like the first story, you know, then long story short, I ended up in the hospital. What? Yeah, it's kind of been you are, oh, Listen, uh, you know, I,
3: I hate to like laugh at your pain, okay? But it was the painful. fact, the fact, the contrast between your wimpy "I ate too much edible stories and and Matt Brown dying at a fire station and and, and Ian McCall aspirating into his own lungs, <laughs> vomit, uh, and, and and waking up in death, and I went to the hospital because I took too much hot <laughs> cookie oh my well, god I, Ellen Yee you are the I, nerdiest I, person in MMA <laughs> like, I, I, nerd
0: like, I, I was so clean cut you know it's like I I never well, you was, my told me,
3: what was no I was, still am so the my most, second look you're the most professional monkey in my circus, okay? Because you <laughs> always ask the hard-hitting questions, right? You always get the best interviews. You always uh, ask very professional things to, like, the top-level athletes, right? You, you're so she's you're the always opposite that, of Adam. that lady. She's exactly the opposite <laughs> of Adam Hunter. Adam Hunter is a degenerate nerd, and then the clean-cut nerd is L.A.G. I
0: don't need it- to... I have to say, though, you guys have been doing such a great job on this podcast, and I feel like you release a new episode every three minutes. Well, hey, yeah. Here's why. How yes. do you do it?
2: I'll tell you why. Because the one day we took a break, Mayhem came back on out of his fucking mind. So I'm worried that if we give him a day, <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna, that's, that's number accurate. one. That's, that's number one. Number two, it's like. I remember when like Guns N' Roses, uh I hear about Guns N' Roses, and they were like, listen, I, I read a lot of books on Guns N' Roses. They're like, listen, this band's not gonna make it more than six months. So we have to record everything now. And I kind of feel like that's the same thing with this podcast.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is... It's only a matter really? of time. No. Really? Kind of, kind am I gonna I'm, be am I gonna be fucking 500 pounds singing November rain at the end of this? I, 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 I look <laughs> at no, I look at us more like this, Adam. I look at us more like uh Wu-Tang Clan, right? And you're like the RZA, right? And like I might be the Method Man or, or the JZA or yeah. Old Dirty Bastard. Fuck! And Damn then, it, I'm Old Dirty Bastard again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the not, man.
2: Not, yeah. The one guy no longer with us. So um, I'm, I'm kidding, by <laughs> the way. I, I love Old Dirty Bastard. That's my favorite guy in this thing. Me anyway, too, yeah. So, uh, what I was going to say is uh, one time I was driving to a show, and my friend Eric, who was the feature, was like, hey, you want a Jolly Rancher? I'm like, all right. I thought it was legit. Like, 20 minutes later, I'm about to go on stage, do an hour at some bar in Lancaster. I'm like, dude, I think someone fucking poisoned me, man. He's like, oh, that was me, my fucking Jolly Rancher. And I was like, dude, that's not even a... Like, I do an hour set on fucking high on a fucking edible. And every time a joke didn't work, I would assume that it never worked and that everybody was lying to me every time they laughed. Well, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Helen Yi, you just ex- described like the existential crisis that you have on on uh, on the psychedelic substance. Sometimes, like you you do this thing where you rotate back into your head, and is any of this real? Are we living in a simulation?
0: But it's scary. Like how I I mean, at least for me, it's scary because even this summer, so the second time. The schmo gave me this edible, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I trust him, it'll be fine. And he said, I'll feel good. Oh my God, I, I started crying, <laughs> couldn't even walk downstairs. Aww. I, yeah, <laughs> and then once again, I ate pizza. And yeah. I was Listen,
3: talking. I just wait, 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 wait. I, I can't get this image out of my head of Helen Yee, the the prim, proper, put together <laughs> sports reporter. Like, just smearing Domino's on her face, like, like seductively. Yeah, outside outside of a Vegas Domino. (laughs) Hi, this is Helen Yee reporting live with pepperoni all over my face. (laughs) You know what? I think I'm going to hire Aza Akira to like redo that story, you know, like, word for word, you outside of Domino's having an existential crisis. I like how you said no. Asia, not Asia, you idiot. Ooh. Well, luckily
0: <laughs> luckily, you haven't seen me when I was 217 pounds then.
3: Because
0: I, I love food,
3: so. Oh, I can get that, big girl. What's up, girl? <laughs> Come here, big girl. Let me let me grab on your cheeks. Uh,
0: uh, this is actually
2: a good segue. So, Helen, you obviously are a very beautiful woman, and you're in a sport right now that's, uh, you not necessarily always have the most professional athletes in there. Uh, when it
4: comes
2: hey to now, that. hey now, um, how many guys, <laughs> how many <laughs> guys are, are oh. guys hitting on you a lot? Are they, they ever making appropriate comments? Because you're also in boxing too.
0: Do you ever have, do you have to deal with that a lot? Yeah, you know what? Um, surprisingly, like, no. I mean, everyone's been very professional, but I, I think because maybe my personality, I just come across very, you know, too prim and proper, but I mean, it's just you know, how I was raised, I guess, just, you know, yeah. uh, I actually used to hate, like, even hugging people, even till this day. I mean, I just feel very awkward. I probably am awkward. A lot of people think so. So I'm more of, you know, like a handshake person, like, hi, how are you? You know, then after the interview, thank you so much for your time. And then that's really it. But I mean, I, again, I've been told maybe my personality when it comes to this stuff is too vanilla, but I just... You know, work very hard and want to just be taken seriously. Obviously, so. I know,
3: and you are. That's the point I'm trying to make with this whole thing: is that like you're you're nice enough to come on our show, which is we're just marred by unprofessionalism, and her. it's on purpose. I, I we try to be though. no, yeah. we try to be wild, don't we, Adam? Admit it. Are we I have, are
2: we marred by I, unprofessionalism? We had go, me and Helen go way back. She came to my show what eight years ago with. Uh,
0: it, it was already that many years ago. Oh God! Don't
2: do uh, It was her and Tracy Lee were friends, uh-huh. and uh, uh-huh. in like Vegas, and, and and you were and you you know what you always <laughs> be, um, very goal oriented. I remember even back then you were like I want to be the best reporter in MMA. That was your your goal, and I was I was like, wow, well, good luck, you know.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think you she you hold yourself like very professionally. So it's difficult for even a wackadoo like myself to, like, you know what I mean, steer the interview when you're, do- when you're conducting the interview to, like, uh, uh, a bad place. You know, you, you have your questions in your mind, and you, you make sure to expand on points. I really see, like, you developing as a journalist. And it's very interesting to watch because, you know, when, when you first started out, it was real basic. And now that you have like a larger knowledge base, you understand the sports even more than you did, uh, what really comes across is that you're you're a true fan. What what got you into MMA or boxing too?
0: Well, thank you. Um, I, I appreciate that. And again, you know, because I work very hard, like a lot of the stuff behind the scenes, um, you know, always chatting and whatnot. But uh so I used to be a swimmer, a competitive swimmer since I was five years old. Huge tomboy. You know, love watching sports with my dad, with my brother. Uh, Was a huge pro wrestling fan. And like you said, Jason or Mayhem, uh, you know, I am a fan first like a huge fan of it so even back in the pro wrestling days you know I I would read those underground forums right like I would obsess uh-huh. over like those rumor reports you know and like all those people arguing with each other and you're just like oh shit like okay gotta read more so I would like collect books and I just needed you know that fix and then um one day obviously pro wrestling is fake I know now Thanks, mom, uh, for ruining that for me when oh. I was young. But um, I, you know, just flipped the channel and I believe WEC was on, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking awesome!" And then I just, you know, fell in love with it since I was, yeah, very young.
2: So- I creepy and Matt Brown. I, I, are, you, are you guys seeing
3: them? I'm just. Seeing no, them. they went off. They went I'm off. I'm here. I- uh, they were, I'm here. we were doing cocaine together, I think. <laughs> I <know>. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they both fell off the wagon. So like, we have, Matt's here. still
2: sober, okay. So, so yeah. Matt Brown, you're not retired, right?
1: No, I was supposed to fight a couple of weeks ago.
2: Who are, you, who are you supposed to fight?
1: Uh, Miguel Beza, some guy I never heard of.
2: Uh, is he from uh, Brazil?
1: Uh, I don't know. I didn't really look him up or anything. Sounds Mexican to me.
2: And the, oh, the fight was going to be in a in a Columbus.
1: Yeah, I was supposed to be on that UFC Columbus card. Oh, that sucks. Oh my God, bro, what what the hell are we going to do?
3: Well, what are you doing, Helen? you, with the damn cl- uh, co- co- Coca Cola vid? Nineteen. It's
2: SARS. Well,
0: because she's Asian. Kid. What? Forget it. He's Go. racist. I hate it. Oh shit! I am Chinese. So- so- oh. <laughs> Cough in my mouth. Ah! All right. Okay, man. Let's get fucking oh, settled. Sorry, this.
2: sorry,
0: right. sorry. No. So, um, you know, I I've just been working out, working really hard, trying to get back into swimming so I can compete again. Um, really. A lot of yeah. A lot of my former teammates, training partners, all made the Olympics, turn pro. So that's another goal of mine. But. I know it's a long way to go, so I've just been kind of uh, utilizing this time to really work out a lot. So, mm. uh,
3: on I know yourself. it's kind of
0: boring. And, and I watched Tiger King, so after that... Oh, God. Yes. I, yes. can't
3: get away I'm from this over show. over
0: the TV after that. So. <laughs> Man. I know. I know the that
4: was good quality stuff. TV. I know I not brown and creepy, so you
2: guys are kind of a uh, conspiracy guys. What? what you, yeah, what do you think this whole thing is? Because last night, I got into the 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 5g hole have you read that you read oh. about this um that it's five no, but, but that,
4: that's
5: my favorite kind of porn though
2: that the government is is like don't don't whatever you do don't google 5g coronavirus because whole- they're installing <laughs> it
5: while we're all stuck inside they're installing it and it's going to kill us all
2: and people are, are convinced that people are convinced that the 5g towers uh, it's radio waves are all around and that's what gets was giving people coronavirus right uh-huh. and now there are all these people right now tearing down 5G towers, like protests going on. And the problem with these things is if you watch enough of these videos, you're, you're like, wait a minute. Is this, this really what's going on? Like, uh, and people are convinced that the military knows about it. Tyler, you're a, a, a Marine. What are your thoughts on this corona? How is this? I want to hear everyone's thoughts on coronavirus. The coronavirus? Uh, sorry,
5: the actual coronavirus? Yeah, started with Tyler. Dude, the bat. All right. So it's right about, the five right? G is a totally separate thing. That's all the conspiracy theorists thinking that they're taking advantage of the coronavirus to install the five G without our knowing it. And then you know, people are convinced that that's, a, that's a, actually, if you
2: look at the map of 5G towers and then a map of coronavirus, <laughs> you're like, wait a minute. This is in the city. And, and the first 5G towers was in Wuhan, China. Don't, whatever you guys do, don't start into this. Wait, wait, wait.
4: I thought the more G's in the, in the whole thing was better. Like 4G, 5G is better than 4G. What? Well, <laughs> she, you're, you're, you're Chinese. Explain it to me, please.
2: Whatever you do, don't, don't read these, these uh, <laughs> videos that I'm going to uh, send to you after the show. Um, now, uh, mayhem. What's, what are your thoughts on
3: how this thing started? And- Listen here, man. Okay, and I read, I read the book probably three times called Guns, Germs, and Steel, right? The way a, a virus jumps from one animal to the other is by proximity. More than likely, somebody ate some damn bat, okay? There's nothing magical about it. George Bush did not do 9-11, okay, as much as I wish he did. And my tinfoil hat has, like firmly been wedged up conspiracy theory's ass because it's just a disease. The response was slow. And that's why it's such a damn, ah, pandemic. Because the government didn't take the shit seriously, all right? They didn't have a response team, okay? And now we're all stuck inside, hoping that the fucking Chinese virus doesn't get us, but I mean, that's just fear-mongering, you know, and Ian McCall, will you please get out of your Disney cartoon? All those mushrooms what? are making your whole life happy, and all the birds are singing around your head. All right, Matt Brown, what's your theory on this whole coronavirus?
4: Now you're mad at nature, because I'm <laughs> sitting outside yeah, in backyard? Right, yeah. Matt, yeah, Matt right. Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I don't really have a theory, to be honest, man. I just live my life. I don't really know. I don't I don't even own a TV, man. I don't watch the news or nothing. I don't know. Nice. I, oh. I, I, I barely use social media. I don't even know n- nothing that's going on, man. I just my <laughs> balls
3: <up laughs> I my love businesses. this guy. Oh, my god! Yeah. Music I, to my
1: ears. I like, yeah. I like the isolation, though, personally. I'm, I'm liking this whole deal. Getting a lot of yard work done. Chilling <laughs> with my kids. I think it's kind of yeah. cool. But I'm also going to lose a lot of money. So, that sucks. yeah. And plus, you're, a
2: very, you're a very hot wife, by the way. Your wife is beautiful, so that's good.
1: Dude, me? Why are you old? Yeah. Always a plus. I'm, I'm divorced, bro.
3: <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, way to bring the mood down, oh, asshole. Sorry
5: oh my. Goodness.
3: I hated that. Why are you? Why but are I, you I, always asking about people's hot wife? I, I don't get it.
2: We had a hot wife. I mean, not
1: as but hot. But I as have a beautiful girlfriend now, though.
2: Yeah, yeah. Nice. Way hotter than your ex-wife, by the way.
1: Way hotter. Yeah, way three. hotter. All right. Um. <laughs> but hey, um, <laughs> yo, guys. I actually really have to go, though. God bless
3: you, bro. Bad. I, didn't, hey. I, didn't know
1: was, I didn't plan on uh, uh, being as long as I, I got You didn't plan so. on Adam, like,
3: forcing everybody to stay on the podcast? Until no, it's fun, he grows a I, wish, I wish
1: I could do much longer, man. I, I wish I could stay uh, on all you. day. You guys crack me up, man. Thank you, He Matt. has to
3: go shampoo his hamster.
1: Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Matt, thanks for everything, <laughs> man. You need to watch for yeah, hey, thank, hey, thank you, guys. Be not anytime, you, man. man. You guys are a blast. A lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Absolutely. See you, guys. <laughs>
2: So,
1: Ian, what's your theory on this whole thing? Oh, oh, man.
4: No, I don't know why you painted me as a conspiracy theorist. I don't, I don't, I don't do that. Um, but what I think is is that whether this is some conspiracy or not, that's besides the point, we just have a, a, a biological thing that we're fighting and that it's going to kill a lot of people. But if we build our immune systems, we'll be fine. You know, like, That's what I keep preaching to people is you've got to be healthier and you're going to be okay. You know, it's it doesn't matter where yeah. it came from or what the fuck. It's still here. It's it's already it's already happening. We're gonna find out on the back end, of course. There's gonna be some fuckery going on, but that's besides the point. We have to take care of our our kids and our families and each other, and and actually do social distancing. Don't be a dickhead and be running around like an asshole. It, it's 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 a time for everyone to sit back and reflect on all the dumb shit we've been doing. And honestly, as this is okay, this is where I'll get weird. I think that Mother Nature. Mother Gaia, in psychedelics, that's what everyone calls her. Um, that, you know, that is, that's the creator and God or whatever else if you want to think about it in that that way. So she's just rattling the cage and going, look at you guys fucked this up so bad. I'm going to kill a few of you off because, um, you know, I have to. And she's just kind of showing us that she can do whatever the fuck she wants. Like, look at the pollution over just a few days or a week. Uh, how much pollution went down in places like China and US all over the place. Um, I mean, we can, we we need to start living a better life because we're we fucked up real bad, you know, as as a whole society. I mean, that's why so many people are going to die off from stuff like this because they're unhealthy. That's, there it's, it's really simple. People.
2: There are healthy people dying too. That's just not just unhealthy oh,
4: people. Oh, of course, but there's a there's some sort of immune, uh, you know, compromise that that they're dealing with. I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but um, it, it can it can reach out and touch anybody, but it just finds a loophole in your immune system and it takes advantage of it. So we need to build our immune systems. People talk about the microbiome constantly about, you know, you take antibiotics and your body, you know, you, you, you vaporize every, you know, sort of bacteria in your, in your body. So you need to rebuild it with probiotics and prebiotics, digestive enzymes, all this stuff. No one talks about the mycobiome, the mycological biome, the actual fungal biome in your body. They just talk about bacteria. I mean, we're made of bacterial fungus, things like that. So people don't, they, they don't get it. These things have again antiviral, antifungal, antibacterial properties. They do so many amazing things for for brain growth, for um, dealing with uh, your pain receptors, addiction. Like there's a million things that it doesn't even have to be psychedelic mushrooms. Uh, fungus is going to save the planet, and and I, I'm I'm really subscribed to the whole Paul Stamets idea that it's true. If you know things like uh, nutritional standpoints, like I do about mycology. About how good they are for you, all the way to uh, fixing the environment with micro remediation or fixing the bees, like all this crazy shit that that fungus is going to come out and save us. And I know I'm, I probably sound crazy saying that, but I don't care because I, I don't know think how you sound crazy.
3: I think you. I think I think you sound real educated about this thing. Yeah, it, I think the mushroom lady, on the city, baby, the mushroom yeah. lady is teaching you well. No, I she
4: is. She is. She
3: is.
2: And I think that when I look at you, I think of fungus. So I think that
0: that's actually really <laughs> good, that Shut you're uh, Helen, what's your thoughts on this? Well, there's no way I can top that answer.
4: <laughs> Sorry,
0: but uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. But you know, I just—I mean, I've spoken to my parents about it, spoken to uh, David about it. So, I just think that people need to, you know, um, wash their hands a lot, just stay safe, stay healthy, try to stay positive, and hopefully, you know, better days will come.
2: What scary part is that they they don't, they're not telling us when now they're saying people are saying yeah that's the May first now they're saying June like well when? they have oh. no idea
5: here's the problem dude so they they do a, a shelter in place right and we still have a bunch of jackasses running around not wearing masks not wearing gloves spreading this thing they can't it's not controllable it's not like they can just say okay virus stop so it's gonna keep going but, and the the real issue is not like We need to be worried about saving people's lives. Like, people are going to die. That's just how it is. Like, people are going to die. The problem is hospitals getting full. So once hospitals get full from too many people with this virus, now everybody getting into car accidents, people needing cancer treatments, people, like, falling down the stairs, breaking their leg, they don't get to go to the hospital. I have friends that are nurses that are saying, like, oh, someone will get a cut and not come in for a week. And now it's infected and like gangrene because they don't want to get sick with COVID. But they need stitches. And they're just sitting at home. So it's like...
2: You're you're a Marine. You're getting the real intel. Give us some real stuff. Come on.
5: Real intel? We don't know shit. They don't tell us anything except like, go shoot that. Well, hey, listen, (laughs) I got a little bit of the real insight.
3: No joke. I've heard from uh, reliable sources that There's, like, a lot of weird, like, white supremacist-type gangs uh, spraying, uh, like, getting the germs from, like, sick people and going to spray minority uh, neighborhoods. Dude, I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really – yeah. And some guy yesterday tried to, like, run a train into a boat. I, I don't even know. okay. I don't even know if it that it's made. It do, a I, I heard yeah, about. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I you know, guys didn't hear I about know. that. Listen, I know the
5: listen. train conductor. Oh, it did happen then.
3: Okay okay. Have you guys you didn't hear about, about that. About.
5: Wait. All right. What happened? The navy ship. The navy ship that's docked in the port of Los Angeles. Yeah. This guy was the train conductor. Purposefully ran the the train off the rails to try to get it to hit the ship because he thinks it's like some government take over like they're going to start funneling people onto the ship and yeah i mean he was 150 yards away from even touching the water but wow he watched too
3: it. much damn youtube videos he thought the 5g apocalypse was upon us
5: they're watching that eddie bravo channel too much you know, Guys, it's, 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 think, man, think about this real quick the guy
4: the guy thought he could drive a t- train into a boat. So the people that are thinking this shit are crazy. So let's just let's just keep that in mind, bro. You know.
2: Exactly. man do you, think you were ahead of your time like 5 years ago when you were flipping out because you knew this was going to happen. Bro.
3: <laughs> Completely. <laughs> Completely, bro. Everybody everybody was laughing. Everybody was ha ha ha. But, you know what I mean? Oh, I I'm ready for the apocalypse. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Come on, baby. I got to ask you, ma'am. Back in the day, you
2: had, like, yeah. one of the, this beautiful house in Orange County, right? Yeah. And you spray painted the backyard.
3: Yeah. Like,
2: I've never seen anything like that before. Uh, what was the point of that? Like, why did you do all that?
3: Well, I was just, like, having a real gangster time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just had, like, a bunch of Gs uh, over there all the time. And so it was, like, kind of like one of these things where you had to, like, you had to be in it. To understand it, you had a prove you know, gangsterness. Yeah, I mean, I just couldn't help it. The gangsterness was overflowing up out of me, you know. And and to have a real gangster pool party, you got to have you know spray paint everywhere and something. You know, it was a it was a it was a constant evolution, and you know, it's brought me to this point. So it, you know, it, it well, couldn't be all to sell bad. Sell the
2: house, right? People would come and look at that house. Were they just shocked? Were they confused as to what the hell? No,
3: nah, I made a couple of bucks <laughs> off that, so yeah, yeah. They were definitely confused and shocked, but then you know, it's real quick explanation. Yeah, uh, the guy who owned it before is Mayhem.
2: Got it. Yeah.
3: Now, Indeed. what did your
2: neighbor? Now, what did your neighbors think when you were throwing lots of parties, and then there was the helicopters and all the yeah?
3: Parties? Well, uh, it's funny you ask that because every neighbor that I talked to loved me. They loved me. They like, they felt that they could rely on me that if shit went down, I would handle it. I stopped somebody's house from burning down one time. Uh, another time, you know, you I was very- uh,
2: You set it on fire or not? Yeah,
3: I mean, I started the fire, but I, but I put it out. I did the Donald Trump <laughs> method, you know what I mean? You start, you start the problem, then you fix it. Yeah. There you go. So, so uh, you know, overall, the people that talked to me were great. It's the people that didn't talk to me that probably hated my fucking guts. And I went to their house and knocked on their door and they didn't answer. So I'm, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure those people were terrible anyway. They like left their little yappy ass dog out all day. And he would just bark at the back door, cute as can be. Eight hours he would do this, bro. Imagine waking up with a hangover to a little yappy ass dog. Oh, wait a minute. Adam, you do this every day. dude.
2: My dude, I built a doghouse for my dog because he bit my kid. So I'm like, and so far, the only person who goes into the doghouse is my kid and the fucking neighbor cat comes over and, like, lives there. Now. <laughs> so now there's, like, there's fucking animal parties. Then got fucking coyote came as well, too. And, like, this, like, it's a fucking block party. Now, Mayhem, I remember coming to your house and you were – and Pat Cummings was on the, the run from the law. And and he was and it was him and this guy Eric Bradley and they were staying with you. Yeah, so yeah. You were
3: you were harboring. Oh, well, I didn't ever, You know what? I never thought about it until right now. They're just my friends, but yeah, technically, I was harboring some fugitives from justice. Fuck, I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't. I didn't even realize I was doing it. So until you mentioned it, but oh well, yeah, I did kind of. Uh you know whatever. We're, we're all in this fight together, aren't we? Uh, creepy, ah, creepy. have been. you ever harbored uh, fugitives
2: in your house?
4: Never. Now, why, are you a cop?
2: No, Helen, no, you? <laughs> you? Not that I know of. Oh, nice. Now, now you are. Your, your boyfriend is the schmo, right? You guys together? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys I, have- I
0: don't, I don't know why a lot of people don't believe it or something. Like, I always read that. People are like, wait, what? Really?
3: No, <laughs> because his character, I mean, let's just say, his character is not cool enough to bag Helen Yee, all right? The real guy, he's a smart dude. But, like, the character, I don't think they can make that connection between, you know, a very serious journalist for our sport and the kind of opposite of a serious journalist. Now, you guys have a podcast
2: together. I hear you guys argue a lot and like, and like, the off-season outside of the podcast. I hear there's some, there's some turbulence going on. Um, but there you guys... Is- uh, just, I'm just saying, M- M- the MMA journalist community talks a little bit. Uh, are you guys
0: worried if it doesn't work, you're going to have a podcast together? No, not at all. Why, why do we have to focus on the negatives, right? Because this is it MMA. Work. All right. Yeah,
3: yeah. This ain't professional. Uh, what are you guys arguing about?
0: Because uh, something not wanna, getting done? I want to eat donuts and <laughs> you won't let me? Oh. oh, fuck that. <laughs> and, and he works me out like way too hard because he used to be a personal trainer. So like I said, you know, I'm trying to train, get back into competing. And he like pushes me really hard. So I cuss him out sometimes. That's it.
2: That's some bull. If you you could eat, if want to eat donuts, eat donuts. I'll never tell my wife she can't eat donuts. That is some bullshit right there.
0: Okay, like, well, I, I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who cares? Fucking you work out. So you eat Bro, donuts, I, would lo- out. I would love to see like, just the like Helen like picking up a just a powdered donut and just slapping it right out of her fucking mouth. She'd just be like, "Oh, oh my god!" <laughs> now, Why is every you know,
4: fantasy with you and the food?
3: <laughs> they yeah, huh? I, I also I guess, heard the schmo
2: wants uh, <laughs> I heard I heard the schmo and Hawani hate each other. That the schmo <clears throat> that Hawani blew him off back in the day, and the schmo got into his face. And uh, now he's like,
0: look at me now. What's, what's the inside scoop there? <laughs> inside. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he'll, the Schmo will be more than happy to talk to you about it himself. But uh, no, it was just like, you know, he wanted to do a charity grappling match. Um, and I guess Ariel took it the wrong way. And then it was during one of the fight weeks. I'm trying to remember which one. Um, but Ariel, I guess like walked up to David and confronted him about it, so. Ooh. what do you mean confronted
3: so, him? He was like, like, he can't... was like, he, were, he like walked up like. <laughs> hey, excuse me, uh, I heard you were talking smack about me on the internet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think so, That that sounds about right. But he, <laughs> he didn't just. I mean, he went up to him.
2: He's like, "I challenge you to a grappling match." First of all, that wouldn't be fair because I don't even know Ariel even grapples. <laughs> Schmo is a very in shape guy and he who, who trains, right?
0: Yeah.
2: So that would that would be a complete mismatch right there. But um, but
0: so then but what, what, what? Watch. It, so what happened? You were there. Oh, so we're what, happened, what happened when Ariel confronted him? Well, here's the thing, because we were doing interviews. And then um, that happened. So I was kind of, you know, in my own zone, just focused on the interviews. But then I saw that happen. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, why here, right? In front of everyone. And sorry, I'm cussing, whatever. But oh, what? Um, I, How dare I was you. just really confused uh, what was going on. And um, just like you know, like why, why are they doing this right here? Um, Cause obviously a lot of people saw it and I guess then after, you know, I asked David what happened and he told me, Ariel just confronted him about the charity grappling match didn't like, supposedly didn't like how he called him out on it and thought it was unprofessional.
2: See, this is how dumb MMA journalists are, right? So they're, it's like fight week and they're all interviewing fighters, right? Now you got Hawani, who's the biggest, guy in MMA, journalist-wise, and the schmo fighting each other, and not one person turns the camera around. The fucking that will get him all the clicks.
3: Yeah, but, I know, and Helen mean, Yee doesn't even doesn't even you know, turn her speaking, ear towards speaking,
0: that. No, speaking of that, too, uh, funny that you bring it up, because then Ariel looks at me, and he's like, you better not be recording for you?" And I'm like, what the fuck, Ariel? Like, really, bro, you gonna be like this? I mean, just because I hate drama, so I'm just like, why the fuck is this happening? Ariel's a reporter, so, like as if
2: Ariel wouldn't fucking press record on his phone if that was going on. Like, give me a break. Like, what? Who, Ariel's gonna say, "You better not be recording this," when he's the one who started this thing in front of all the cameras.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly, yeah.
2: That's insane. Like, fuck out of here. Ariel will be the first right. person to fucking put up a mic. What did you say? You know, and say, like, are you crazy? Well, just so you know, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Team Schmo. I, I I think I'm on Team Schmo. Uh, but uh, he's always been nice to me, and you're you've you've been a friend. You've been a supporter for like what a long time. So yeah. that's ridiculous. I mean, all he had to say was like Ariel would just say, "Listen, I don't train," but thank you or ignore it. You know
0: exactly. I I just wonder too. You know why it bothered him so much. I mean, it's not like. He was saying anything rude to Ariel. It was just, you know, a challenge. And obviously, I think at this point, we all know the schmo's character, right? And how it is. And, you know, just, yeah. So it's like, it, it shouldn't have been, I guess it could have been handled differently. That's all I'm going to say. Mm.
3: Any Well, I'm thinking this whole time, I'm like, oh, man, I'm always trying to start the beast. And here's some more beef right here. Just beef comes out of nowhere and slaps me right in the face. Look, I'm glad that Ariel Hawani is mad because I remember when Ariel Hawani was the schmo. He was just some random nerd that just, like, would suddenly show up and stick a camera in my face. When I was, like, at the top of this sport, this guy would just try to get an interview. And I was like, who the fuck are you? And it's nice to see that turnabout is fair play. Because he's getting a damn attitude, panties in a bunch. That now that he's like the top sports reporter, you know, in our sport, he's, he's a, a little nervous to share the spotlight with somebody else. Bizarre, bizarre. Yeah.
2: I mean, look. I mean, Helen and the Schmo, uh, You know, look, they're doing something a lot different. You know, I mean, than. Yeah. People. So anytime someone does something different, it's gonna be, people are gonna be like, but whatever, it, it, it's working. You guys have your fans. Yeah
3: well you have- know what it is Adam you know what? what it is bro it's like we're the new MMA and the old MMA doesn't want to let go they don't want to accept that things are changing That yeah. the, the sport has become a bit stale and we're trying to freshen it up and you know the the army of normal old school mm-hmm. MMA people are kind of following with us a lot of a lot of old school people who have down the sport are jumping back into it. Yo, Ian, man, will you will you come over and bring your bird and whatever that <laughs> is in your hand? Because I'm, smoking, man, their,
4: I'm man. smoking another joint. Are there more birds? I, I don't know. I don't see
2: anything. By the birds. way, Ian, but, Ian and Mayhem are both very funny because they live. They're like neighbors in right. Orange County. How do we not hang out really? They're both kind of outcasts <laughs> in their own way. Hey, yeah, out. Anyway, I've
3: got friends. You know, hey, I think. I think I so. Friends. Me too.
2: But they're and they're both very funny people. But it's the funniest was the last podcast in the middle of the show. Ian kept going, "Fuck you, mayhem! Go fuck
3: yourself, mayhem!" Yeah, yeah. Fuck off, mayhem. Like- <laughs> ten times, bro. That's why I'm no. That's why I got the kid gloves on. I got the kid gloves on today. I was like, let me not piss off Ian McCall today, man, because because I felt like I, I felt like uh, you were gonna hate me after this show. No, you know, the, I was like, the God thing damn. is. is- I've known you for 20 years, and you know yeah. you have a past to do or say whatever you want to me because that's know, just yeah. what that's what <laughs> friends are for. <laughs> Listen, bro, anytime time that uh, you're outside my door jerking off, I'll let you write it down, bro. Thank you.
4: <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: Uh, Man, have you ever had a guy like Ian? It means a lot. Uh, Helen, if you didn't watch the show, back in the day, Chuck Liddell and Ian would hang out, and Chuck would fuck three girls at once, and then Ian would come in jerking off. And Chuck would say, hey, take care of my friend. And that's,
3: that's so that's why. Adam, that's sex. called the rugby pass, oh, wow. okay? That's called uh, the rugby pass. You, you hand off teenagers. one back, yeah. Uh, Helen, have you ever been having sex with
2: somebody with two other girls, and then they a guy, guy walks in and your friend says, take care of this guy?
0: <laughs> uh, a few times, actually. No, I'm just Whoa. kidding. <laughs> well oh my God, girl, good Lord. I mean, I you know what, I do have some stories but I'll, I'll keep them shut.
3: Why would you what? possibly
2: do that? Why
3: on oh, earth are you. you are you withholding evidence? Wait, so you've had 3 shows before?
0: Nice.
3: No. Who's the that? Okay. You just did, okay? <laughs> you just did.
0: <laughs> I you know I, I, I see like I see,
3: her could, I see her like more of the controlling two dudes kind of chick in in my opinion. But I mean that's just like that's dominatrix? Okay, so if a you're a bit.
2: boyfriend, right? And Errol Hawani comes <laughs> in jerking off, right? What what what,
0: what <laughs> <laughs> uh, I oh, man. now now I can't get that out of my head.
3: So. <laughs> you're not <laughs> recording this, are you? You're not recording this, are you? <laughs>
4: the hebrew hammer is coming to drop some Man. You're
3: not recording this, are you? <laughs> don't tell anybody that i, I still have my foreskin <laughs> sorry i'm sorry that's too far <laughs> couldn't help myself um oh. So Damn, get us back on track. Bro. I don't even know what I'm you're sorry. Saying. I know, I know. No, but Mayhem, I, I always okay, rely no, Mayhem, on you.
2: Mayhem, you used uh, to have threesomes with girls and four. Yeah, so. many. At one point you almost had a tensome.
3: No, no, I did have a tensome. You had a tensome one time. Isn't yeah. that
0: called an orgy? Or no? Yes.
3: I mean, but if it's nine women and you, that that's just called a tensome. Oh god.
0: Any <laughs> porn stars.
3: I mean, I was just an amateur porn star. I never went pro, you know, but uh I you know, I just uh I don't know. I did, that, that was the lifestyle I was living at the time. And, you know, when you're the champ, you could, you could do that. But right now, I, I like to keep it, uh, you know, a smaller groups, you know, uh, enough to fit on a Zoom meeting yeah. if possible. That's yeah, we, the safest we, way.
2: Well, you can't have more than groups of, like, nine anymore because of the quarantine.
3: So now it's That's nine. what I'm saying, yeah. Um, so now, only eight. Wait, what were you the champ of when this happened? Uh, icon sports, yeah. Uh, I remember, gotcha. yeah. The yeah. icon in the sport. So there you go. So yeah, it, yeah it, that was a wild one. That was a wild, I, you, you like to bring that up. But the funnier one was the time that I almost had a 10 where I was, like, bouncing around Vegas like the man, and, like, I had, like, eight girls and one more that was being convinced, right? And it was in the bag. Eight was in the bag. And I was like, yo, it's on. And I was bouncing through the club, and I got in a, kind of like a scufflaw with some, uh, you know, rando. And then the, the, this big 300-pound lineman bouncer got in my face and uh, was like, hey, you need a yadda yaddy, yaddy. And he, like, tried to push me. And I, like, like turned an angle on him. And I, like, judo foot swept him into the couch and pushed him down and went, ha, ha, ha. And, like, this big fat <laughs> bastard was, like, not educated on martial arts and was, like, pissed that I made him – look like he was, like, a little kid, you know, despite having, like, 70 pounds on me, and, it, you know, if I was, like, smarter or more self-aware, if I went to the school of self-awareness, I might have not, you know what I mean, I might have I uh, uh, realized that when he did this, pushed on his ear and went, he was calling, like, the lineman from the Oakland Raiders who just fucking pummeled me into fucking submission and then yanked me out like Jesus pulled me up on top of their fucking arms and like threw me handcuffed in a fucking uh office for like eight hours uh, and then I didn't have the tense of that day
2: right so you didn't have a tense
3: <laughs> but I'm saying- oh yeah wait, wait. The, I forgot the first <laughs> dude kicked me directly in the face with steel-toed boots as soon as he got me down, what a pussy. <clears throat> Once his buddies came, he was like, man, he was like, it's on. Yeah, I, got, I, 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 caught, a, I caught an asshole ass in that day. Dang. But where, was there ever a time
2: where other guys would come in and
3: you'd throw them women? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'd done that before. I, I have to admit it. Yeah, so Ian McCall, I'm sorry for uh, kink shaming you for jerking hey, off. Hey, hey the, this, uh,
4: this <laughs> was usual practice, especially back in the day of mixed martial arts. There's lots of orgies. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, condoms, you just wear them as a hat, you know? It's so, like, so, so, Ian, it was you
2: and it was uh, Chuck Liddell. And who who else was in these orgies?
4: Antonio Benuelos <laughs> was always there. Oh, man. Uh, I mean,
3: why are you naming names on the orgy? Adam, why are you forcing him? Look, we- you got me to say it, but I don't want to out everybody else. Ellen.
4: No, no th- those are two of my best friends, so I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Um, we'll just we'll leave it there. But there was, um, you know. There was others.
2: Was it was, was uh, Robbie? Um, what's the name? Of, uh, Robbie from Orange County, who married the, uh, who now works at UFC gym. You know Rob, ruthless Robbie. McCullough? Oh no. Ruthless R- R- Robbie Lawler. No, not Rob, McC- <laughs> not Rob McCullough. Yeah, yeah, Rob McCullough. Razor Rob, McCullough? Razor. McCullough? Razor. Rob Oh, yeah. no, Rob. See,
4: no, no, no. See, Rob and Tiki and them were part of Tito's camp. Yep. And they they did they did have some I mean they always had, they had smoke show girlfriends I was their ch- <laughs> yeah their chicks were always super hot I, I actually Tiki got mad at me one time because I slept with his girlfriend um <laughs> but, she, Come she, on, play, that's but fair she, she she was she was she was in playboy well, yeah he did it to everybody else was it Ariani um, no it was a different one um but uh you know these names will not be said so stop trying to get him out of me
3: <laughs> no no he is he, he just he just watched you smoke two joints. And he's like, yeah. Really, actually. He's like, oh, three joints. He said, oh, <laughs> Ian McCall is about to like, you know what I mean? Uh, Are so you guys had competing you know,
2: orgies, huh? It was like Chuck Liddell's orgy and then Tito's orgies? Yes, I, yeah. yes. Uh, and who had the better orgies?
4: Um, I, I never dabbled in Tito's or, you know, no, I, I, a, I just, hey, I would I'll just take that. some of their, I, question and, some of them women out on this side. Yeah, go ahead. I'll answer
3: there. that. They're, yeah. they're, you know, I got to be honest with you. There was a lot of like crossbreeding like yeah, a lot of intermixing. There was a few uh, stragglers from that party that would go to that party. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like one of those things that, and I mean, the the biggest member of the, the party really, you know, was chlamydia. So. <laughs>
0: so you, were at,
3: you were at Tito's Orgies? Yeah, I, I see those, yeah. I, I wasn't really in them. So I, was, I was younger, and I wasn't really, like, I, I was into Asians. So, like, I wasn't really, like, part of this, like, uh, like bubble tip, uh, blonde hair, fucking uh, fish lips, kind of fucking nah. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" I had just come from Atlanta. Hold well, on, like, "Damn, man, what the hell are you guys doing?" So you had you had your Asian orgies, then there were yeah. Tito's orgies, and there were Chuck's orgies. So there man, was like you were really bro. How how erect are you right Wait, now? Was it the
2: this. This where where, where did show these us your hands? Orgies happen. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Helen. Take it from here, Helen. Yeah, yeah. Where
0: do they happen? I'm curious. I'm trying to paint a picture in my head. Hotel (laughs) rooms, (laughs) (laughs) wow.
3: Hey, hotels. You know, you don't want to do this like to your own sheets. But you know, now that I think about it, I I have soiled my sheets a few times uh, at at my own house. So, but really, you're gonna need some square footage to have a proper uh, sex party. You're gonna need at least five chairs. You know what I mean? And somebody has to, has, to, has to crank it up, have to like kick it off. You know what I mean? It's usually two ladies will start yes. something yes. and everybody gets wild, you know? But every once in a while, you just gotta go in there and slang some. Why, are you interested <laughs> in joining us?
0: I'm just learning something new right now.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> mayhem. but Mayhem, I don't know, man, because I went to one of your parties and you were butt naked, but you had your dog. Covering your penis.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. So
2: you were walking around with your dog, but would, But was that you trying to start the party because no one else joined? Except no, no, no.
3: That that was me because <laughs> no, that was not. That was me with like all my nerd friends because you were there right. uh, trying to like freak everybody out. <laughs> and since you remember that and it was like ten years ago, obviously it worked. Yeah, people were
2: <laughs> people were very confused as to why you were naked holding your dog. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: Hey, hey, why is? Why did Tyler suddenly change into his evening wear? <laughs> is, he, is he?
5: Dude. He hey. I've been mean wearing this robe, well, bro.
3: Tyler, were oh, oh, there bad. any
2: marine orgy nice. for the day with you and, like, eight dudes?
5: Yep. Yeah, just dudes. It's <laughs> oh, Welcome to Baghdad, part four. <laughs> nice.
4: There's the a bad boy to Baghdad.
5: Last um, guy to finish you know, eats the biscuit. I never, I never participated, but there were definitely um, – we that we called them barracks rats. So, so we just had, <laughs> we would uh, <laughs> people would be passed around. No, I heard.
2: No, I heard in the military a lot of swinging goes on, and if you have like a if you have like a flag, a yellow flag in front of your house, you're a swinger. But a red one, you're not, or something. Or
5: oh, I don't know. I never heard that. Maybe, uh, could but, be.
2: But but I heard I heard military guys are all about swinging with. And swapping wives dude military
5: most of the at least the, the marines that I knew were all dirtbags so there's a, a strip club in Oceanside called the Purple Church that we would go to every Saturday <laughs> you know Purple Church Ian? I live, I live in San Clemente yeah I know, I know all those places. yeah nice um, so we go there and then it would it would end up in usually most of our parties were just booze booze filled because we weren't allowed to do drugs so it didn't get insane it was just a bunch of drunk ass guys throwing people off of stuff and throwing stuff off of stuff and trying to <laughs> trying to get laid. Got it.
2: <laughs> Got it. That's crazy. And
5: everybody's nineteen too, so of you gotta you gotta figure like th- these aren't the these H- aren't the, the, the most uh, well rounded swim- smartest dudes ever.
2: Back on the swim, <laughs> were they like swimmer orgies with the swimmers?
0: Ah, uh, no. I mean, I, I think. <laughs> Well here's the thing when I was on my swim team um I was more of like the tomboy so I definitely you know I was very proven proper um so I think maybe there were talkings about it but I was never part of it I was always the cool girl, you know like the guy
5: wants to do living what is it like, a, is there like an alien, alien? No, suddenly yeah. Ian McCall is like Ian, Ian's talking to someone. What are you doing, bro? Oh,
3: I'm
4: like my, my, my girlfriend came out of here. She's
3: talking oh, okay. This. Well, she's telling a damn story about her orgy on the swim team, and I was transfixed until suddenly <laughs> the mushroom lady came out. <laughs> you no, know, so what I'm getting is Continued. like a real. You said you were a tomboy, so it was like you did like so kind of I, dom, I was the like, dom, the d- you were like, I, hitting, hitting chicks with the strap on? Is that what I'm hearing? What? Sorry. Yeah, I, you, I, I, I'm. Man,
0: you watch too much porn. Turn it off. You,
3: I definitely do. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> outing no,
0: me. No, but, I mean, I've had more interesting stories after the swim team, you know, ooh, but ooh, with ooh. porn stars, but here's the thing, though. i oh. excited, like, No, I'm, I'm sick of like people always looking at me, oh, you should do porn instead or whatever, but it's like, look, I've had friends that are porn stars, and I've had, so past tense. And I mean, the stories that they would tell me, it's like, no, yeah, like, I, I'll never do it. But um, Dude,
3: what are you doing reading the comments? <laughs> Stop reading the what? comments. Get somebody else what? to read them for you, because it's ridiculous. Like I let Adam read them for me, because if I, <laughs> if I had listened to everything that the people say, you're right, I, I, I would probably, you know what I mean, uh, be on a better show. Oh wow! Ooh. Wow! Wow! That bro, hurt me. I'm just trying to yeah. roast you. You have cooler friends, bro. I'm just yeah. trying to roast you, bro. I'm, I'm Dana White stunt double. Oh yeah,
2: that <laughs> yeah, that's such a bad roast. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, creepy. By the way, uh, how big was that bag of weed you held up? There was like 400 What's joints in kind that of thing.
4: Oh yeah, I I was by my office recently and I grabbed some some supplies. But I've got I usually grab like 100 joints, 100 hash joints, a couple ounces of weed, and I bring them into the house just because you know. Why not? All
3: right, mm-hmm. bring them, bring them
5: through, bring them through. So, yeah, bring them to my I house, bro. Can, come, come, come by, by the, the pad. Porn
3: stars anymore?
2: Uh, all right, well, listen, people, this has been a uh, this has been a very a, a very informative podcast. I think we've learned a lot.
3: Um, <laughs> Definitely. Wait, did I did I just <laughs> crush the relationship with Ellen Yee that I've spent years building? Did, did I did I ruin She's your day? Got Ellen? a boyfriend? She's got a boyfriend? No, 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 I don't, I- no. I'm talking about like professional relationships
0: oh not at all i mean i'm sure people they probably still think i'm you know a bit vanilla right because i i won't say everything but uh no i'm sure they are fascinated to know you know this side of me because i think when i interviewed rampage though and he brought up like a porn comment then you know i started busting out laughing by like deleted that um from my interview and i didn't really know you know my interview style way, I didn't really know how to, like, what to say. Because when he was saying, like, watching porn, it's like, what am I supposed to say? Oh, yeah, me too. Like, who's your favorite porn star, right? So, um, with that being said, I'm sure that the fans can, you know, appreciate, like, a different conversation like this stuff.
3: Nice, yeah. We well, we'll appreciate it. Awesome.
5: Okay, good, yeah, good. That, the I MMA thought we wrestling might have fans are it. definitely uh, – <laughs> a different yeah. breed
3: yeah and we really all... appreciate you coming on the show and and god bless you for that and and it's really great to watch your your career unfold and uh you flower and blossom as a journalist
0: thank you you're you're very kind thank yeah, you no one of my favorite interviews though so monday we're going on my show
3: cool i'll be there and i'll, I'll put on a professional face
4: all right. If you ever want a real professional, you can always ask me, I'll do it. Fine. Hey hey, hey, step in. Right. <laughs>
3: yeah, you too. You're invited.
2: Well listen, thank you guys all. Enjoy your weekend. Take care. Bye Helen. Bye
3: Creezy see
1: you guys Don't subtract. Two these songs to